Father, I pray for these words that will be shared this morning, that you would touch us and minister through us as speakers today. Amen. I'm a planner. In fact, I'm an over-planner at times, but what I love to do is I love to dream about what could be. I love to plan out a schedule, and then once a schedule is worked out on paper, I love to follow it. I love to work on a vision. I love to see the wheels of the church turning and traveling to its God-given destination. I love to chart the church course. In fact, in my world, if I don't have a plan, I don't function too well. Now, as you know, we, we plan every Sunday morning duplicate Sunday morning services. And I want you to know this morning that this piece of paper fell at the same time it did in the first service. <laughs> and I was sitting there, I said, what? The same first song that we sang, it fell to the floor of the first service, same time in the second service. I know what it's like to plan things well. But you know, as I look at a plan and look at this aspect of a plan, I also know the importance of keeping my ear to God's rails. I also know the importance of lifting my eyes to the hills daily, also enjoying praise and worship during a service, no matter what the plans have been, I know what it's like to and have the importance to, to look to God and say, God, what do you want to do at this moment? What do you want to do at this time? God might have different plans. God may have different opportunities that he wants us to seize and to embrace them. And I've learned not to be bound by my own plans. I have learned to look forward to the wonderful suddenness of God. What might he do today? What might he do with our plans? Might, what might he want to change? After all, it's Christ's church. And I'm glad to say it's his church. And I want to follow his direction, follow what he wants to do, to do. And I surrender to it. It's exciting to see what God does. He blows our minds. So if you look around our church today, you'll see people from Trinidad, from the Philippines, South Africa, China, Guatemala, Nigeria, Egypt, Mexico, Colombia, Ukraine, Belize, Guyana, Korea, and on and on and on it goes. If you listen, you will hear different languages and different dialects. And so this morning, we are a multicultural church, and we never planned it that way. Not that we were ever opposed from it, but we just never planned it that way, and so we're here this morning, blessed by God. We have many different nationalities worshiping together every week, Sunday after Sunday, under one roof, in one place, calling upon his name, and sometimes we'll hear somebody else translating, and that is the power of the Holy Spirit. That's bringing us together and worshiping God, and I love it. I love the different nationalities that are represented. We are a multicultural church. Our theme this morning is we're all equal. And I want us to make that declaration this morning. Would you say it with me? We are all equal. Say it again. We are all equal. That's a declaration. That's a statement. That's saying that we just don't think any one class is more superior than another. We're all equal. In this church, we don't think that way, that there's no one that's superior than anybody else. That's just not the way we are. 
We don't act that way. We don't speak that way. We're all one in Christ Jesus. We love and embrace the different nationalities. And this has brought a wonderful new dimension to our church. Never was a plan, but here we say, thank you, God, for what you have done. In Acts chapter 10, 34 and 35, Peter said, God does not show favoritism, but accepts man from every nation. The King James Version says it this way, God is no respecter of persons. Everyone is equal. Everyone is exactly the same in God's eyes. Though we may not have and be in the same place where we were born, it could be different. We may not be the same in the tongue that we speak. We may not be the same in the, the circumstances that we face. We may not be the same in the color of our skin. We may not be the same in the way we look or the way we do things. We all have our unique ways of doing things. My wife says, I've got many of them, but I don't hear that part. We may not be the same in the foods we eat or the, the talents and our gifts and our strengths. Those are all different, aren't they? But we are all equal in value. We are all equal in worth. God so loved the world, not just a certain class of people, but the world. He so loved the world that he gave. And we so love each other that we give respect and we give honor, we give blessing, we give praise, we give thanks to God for you and the way God made you. Equally, we have been created by God. Acts 17, 26 says, From one man he made every nation of men, that they should inhabit the whole earth. Proverbs 22, verse 2 says, Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Do you realize this morning that all of us have one man and one woman in common? Go back far enough in the Bible, you'll discover who that is. Adam and Eve. I mean, they kicked off the whole human race. And God said, procreate. God said, have babies. God said, multiply. Populate. Go back far enough. We're all really kinfolk. Go back far enough. We have to realize that we're brothers and sisters. So whether you like me or not, I'm your brother. You're my sister. We're together. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 45 to 49. It talks about that. Genesis 2, 21 to 23. God created Adam and Eve, and we came from them. And I began to think about that this past week, about how we really are brothers and sisters. And I thought about the Tower of Babel, Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 to 9, where some of my brothers and sisters got out of line. Some of my other brothers and sisters thought they had power with God and start going in a direction. If it had not been for that Tower of Babel, life would have been so much simpler. We would all understand each other easier. We'd all have the same language, and you know what that language would be. What would it be? I'll tell you, Nova Scotia tongue. That's what every person on the face of this earth would be speaking. You say, what is a Nova Scotia tongue? A Nova Scotia tongue simply but is this way we would talk fast, we'd mumble a lot, and make up words on the fly. I always do that. My first, my first sermon, I, first year I was in pastor, pastoring a church, I, I was preaching on King Herod. 
in the Bible, and I preached on, that his name was Harold the whole time. My wife said afterwards, you called Herod? Harold. I said, I'm from Nova Scotia, what do I say? I make up words, just make them fly. So today we're thrilled to have different nationalities present with us, and we want to celebrate this by having this multicultural Sunday. Three others are going to follow me this morning in speaking, and I've given them each a topic to speak on. It's listed in the newsletter. I've asked them also to speak a few words in their first language, and we're excited about hearing what they have to share. Ping Gu is going to speak on equally loved by God. Pastor Pedro Tolosa is going to speak on equally stained by sin. And then finally, Pastor Nathaniel Pickelix is going to speak on equally redeemed by God. Look at that. I didn't even take, yeah, I did, eight minutes. I said I'd go seven. I apologize. That was God's plan, though. One of those suddenlies. Who's next? Come and speak and share your seven minutes. No, I'll give you eight. Five. She only wants five. <laughs> Morning. Uh, we are all equally loved by God. So, John. This is love. Nothing can be compared with. God loved us with his heart completely. Love in Chinese is that's character they call it. So did you see the middle part? The middle part is a symbol of the heart. It, it is means love has to go with your feelings, your emotions, compassions. God loves us with uh, his whole heart. It doesn't matter who are you, how are you looking like, what you're doing, how are you doing, and take a look around you in these congregations. Did you see that? We all have our differences. Yet, God loves us completely, equally. And then in the bottom part, it's you. That means friend or friendship. Also, that's simple when they created it. They have two hands joined. You can see the two hands joined. It is, can be, also can be translated as a hand offering a heart to other hand. So we see John first. So, 亲爱的弟兄啊, 神既是这样爱我们，我们也应当彼此相爱。从来没有人见过神。若我们若彼此相爱，神就住在我们里面，爱他的心在我们里面得以完全了。Sixteen years ago, on December thirteen, nineteen ninety-five, our family got a reunited 
after almost five years separation. I have to leave everything behind in China, family, friends, my 13 years teaching profession. I had neither knowledge of English or sense of money. It was a very cold winter. We greeted by snowstorm. After New Year's holiday, our church threw a big welcome shower for us. Many of you probably still remember that. I didn't need English to understand how you loved us and how God showed his existence to us through your loving kindness to us because of your love. I feel like coming home. God loves me even when I did not know him. Our EAL program does not just help people learn English. It also enables us to share God's love with them. Whenever we use our church for Chinese Bible study, we feel God loves us as much as loves you. We are all equally loved by God. Thank you. Buenos días, Iglesia de Jesucristo. Good morning, Church of Jesus Christ. Ara Nakan. Bujo. Nihao. Everybody. This is a message from the Spanish church who has a service on Saturday at night. Every Saturday, downstairs we had the service. And uh, today I want to tell you about Romans 3.23. We are equal in the sin. Uh, it is known that the man roams the world like a pleasure trip in which the most important thing is enjoy the most of every minute so do not waste a single moment. Es notorio que el hombre vaga por el mundo como en un viaje de placer en el cual lo más importante es disfrutar al máximo para no desaprovechar ni un solo instante. What many men don't, don't know is that item has an end and any journey that starts one day end. God has allowed us to live in this world to enjoy our to enjoy your creation however we are subject to natural laws that govern our planet even if we don't know how it works this does not mean that these laws are not there an example clear is the law of gravity many many people don't know anything about this lay however this does not mean that the trip 
will not fall. He didn't know about the, gra the gravity did not prevent a piano might fall on our heads. Similarly, the sin man often thinks that doesn't, doesn't exist is not, or sorry, similarly sin, similarly sin, man often thinks that that doesn't not exist or is not sinful, ignorant of the nature of the sin. Know that living in sin, ignoring does not indicate that there is therefore at anything, any time may drop a piano on his head. Well, not exactly a piano, but yes, if the consequences of the sin, the removal of the eternal presence of God, and this is not exactly a trip pleasure, on the contrary, be a journey of pain. De la misma manera, el pecado muchas veces, el hombre piensa que no existe o que no es pecador. Ignora la naturaleza del pecado. Ignora que el pecado vive en él. El ignorarlo no indica que no exista. Por consiguiente, en cualquier momento puede caer un piano sobre nuestras cabezas. Bueno, no exactamente un piano, pero sí las consecuencias del pecado. La destrucción de la presencia eterna de Dios. Eh, algunas veces estamos destruyendo el tiquete de ida hacia la presencia de Dios. Y eso no será exactamente un viaje de placer, sino todo lo contrario, será un viaje de dolor. The glory of God is the highest hour which can claim anyone with a modicum of knowledge about him. Not longing, no desire, It's like living a vegetable life, no dreams, no goals. Likewise, I am convinced that being knowledge, knowledgeable about our condition of sin, sits challenges, challenges for our lives. Well, who does, who doesn't think that he seek all the time to be healed? Who has been tripped and fallen? Does doesn't think up who that is conscious of the of his sinful life don't thinking about the true repentance for too long we have been speaking of the original sin is a sexual sin between Adam and Eve which is which is why today we pay the consequences but sin is not only what we inherited from them is what We develop every day. Is each of our overcoming before we practice every day. Romans 3.22 reminds us that day by day we are destroying the one-way ticket to eternity with God. It is therefore obvious that they must make a daily review or of our sonship approved by God. In our daily lives, in how we care for the temple where he wants to dwell. The Lord reminds us every day, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. Don't, know, don't let little things that happen in your life as a piano falling on your head. Romans 3.23 is not a sentence, 
It's an exhortation to get, to get out of this condition of sentence for the very way in which they be stayed. Because of him, I'll do more vile. God bless you. Five years ago, uh, I got Canada. I leave my family, my little son. When I came to Canada, my son was uh, one, 18 years old. And I have to leave my, my wife, my family, uh, looking for a better place for my family and for me. I got Canada, and it's a very nice country. Thank you for the Canadian people for receiving us. But when I lived five years in this country, I, I discovered that Canada is a good place, but not is a better place. No, it's, the best, it's not the best place. The best place is the heaven kingdom. The most of the times we are preparing, we are planning. Uh, what is that exactly? What is the first service? <laughs> the wallet? Uh, no, the suitcase. <laughs> it's the same as the first service. Huh? <laughs> we are planning and we get uh, suitcases to go uh, to different places to pressure, working different areas. But 20 years ago, I discovered we have to go to a different, uh, to make a different plane. Nobody can go to the different place. We have to go to the eternity. But there are only two places when we can go. The kingdom, the heaven kingdom, or separated of God. Today is an, an special day because Paul is talking about Romans 3.22. We are sinful people, but not for all the time. Romans 3.22 is not a sentence. It's an exhortation to get out of this condition, the sentence, from God make us Equally, and we are equally in the sin, but in Jesus Christ, we are equally saved. I am making a way for my family when I come in here, and I am getting an inheritance. Inheritance? I look, yeah? I, I building an inheritance for my family. I can give them, uh, sinful heritage or a good heritage with a faith in God. We decide today where, what can I give to our family like heritage. This is a special day. Uh, the Spanish church gives you a special blessing for this chance for this opportunity to tell you God bless you and we love forever God bless you
If it wasn't for that Tower of Babel, I would have not have to learn English. <laughs> but I saved a few minutes from before, so I'm going to use them up now. I'm going to greet you all in a couple languages here because of the Tower of Babel. Slava Bohu. That's my birth language. Thank you for the response. In the Filipino language, it's Puharin Ag Dios. Amen. Thank you. And in the Spanish language, I think I got it right. Orar Dios. Amen. And in English, Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. God is wonderful. Our Lord is a Savior. He has a wonderful plan for us. Whatever we may have planned, you notice the piece of paper that come down, as Pastor said. But God's plan never fails. You see, God created us equal. God loved us equally. We were stained by sin, but it did not spoil God's plan because he had something better in store for all humanity. God equally redeems us. Equally redeems us. The Apostle Paul is so excited. Sharing the gospel. We read in Romans 1.16. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Everyone. You see, the gospel has been made available to all. Bachimo hospodnia slovo je dla vsih i nas. Romjan peša hlovaše snačiti virš kaže, jano stedajše was uh, uh, gospel of Christ. <laughs> See, that's the problem with the uh, Tower of Babel. Ja nostadajte, bo to je slovo Bože, što spasaje vsih nas. Vsih nas spasaje vin. Christ died for all. That is the gospel. For all that we might come to know him. You see, we read in Romans 10:13 it says this For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Kto pokleče na mnja Jesusa Hrista bude spaseni. Whosoever whosoever that means equally all do what shall call that is my response that is your response. It's not what I do, it's not where I go, it's not what I say, but did I call on the name of the Lord? Did I call to him? That's where it all begins. Call on the name of the Lord. No other name. There is no other name whereby man must be saved. What is the result? Shall be saved. Not maybe. Not I hope so but shall be saved. We will know that we have eternal life. We will know that we are changed. And the things of this world become secondary because we love God and we want to, not that we have to, but we want to love God and serve him. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And lastly, we need to confess 
calling is confessing. We need to confess to the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to confess that we are sinners. We need to confess our sins. The Bible says there's none righteous, no, not one. If you lived at the North Pole in a glass jar and didn't do anything wrong, you are still a sinner because of Adam. His sin stained us all. So we need to confess him. We confess and he forgives. We say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. He then forgives and gives us eternal life. Yak me klikale na nasha hospada, vi nas spasaye. Me mortozje musim skazate nasho nash hrih prokine do neho. I slovo Bože kaže, sho vi nam prostet. Vin bude nam prostete nashi vsi hrihe. First John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We confess, yes, and he forgives. That's the power of the gospel to save our sinners. That's the good news. Jesus saves. So in conclusion, may I say, redemption is available to all. To all who call on his name, to all who confess their sin, he grants forgiveness, he grants new life, and he grants us his Holy Spirit to come within us and dwell within us and give us victory in our life from day to day. Yes, we are all equally redeemed when we call on the name of the Lord. We praise God for that. Yes, at the Tower of Babel, we were all scattered abroad. But in the church of Jesus Christ, we are brought together in the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand with me, please, this morning. And our theme today was we are all equal. Equal in our creation, being created by God, equally loved by the Lord, but also equally we were born in sin. But thank the Lord that we have another point to add to it. Equally, we can be redeemed by the Lord. Thank you today, God, for the powerful messages that have been shared. Thank you, God, that we can be together this morning and be encouraged, enriched, as we have involved different nationalities. And God, when you look down upon the face of this world, you don't see any divisions. You see people. Your heart is filled with love, filled with compassion. God, you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come into the world to die on the cross for the sins of the entire world. It doesn't matter where they live. And we're all brought together because of the cross of Jesus. Thank you that we can celebrate each other. And together we can celebrate the Lord. We give you praise and give you thanksgiving. If you're here this morning and you would like to receive ministry, or prayer for whatever need there might be in your life, we have a team of 
prayer teams that would love to pray for you. Lift up your knee before the Lord. All you need to do is just step out into the aisle and come down to the front as we sing a concluding song, and they will pray for you. Good. 
so grateful for this opportunity to come in your house be able to worship you corporately together like this different nations different backgrounds different places on our journey with you together we come together and we worship you one God and Father thank you for meeting with us thank you for your presence here with us this morning Father as we go out into our community may we represent you well Father as we rub shoulders with people this week. May others see you in us. And Father, that love that we've talked about this morning, that life-changing love that you offer, Father, I pray that we would be able to share that with someone else this coming week. Father, we thank you for your presence here today. We ask for your blessing as we go. In your precious and holy name, amen. Amen.